Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-M-I-N, not M. Can't even spell my own name today. What's going on here? I am your ministry iconoclast, provocateur, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. And uh, thank you for joining me, as always, here on our weekly basis as we visit through the world of healing. Today's guest is, uh, I'm very excited to get to because we have uh, some similar training. This gentleman joining me today is via Madison, Wisconsin. He is trained through JGLM, which is John G. Lake Ministries, and also DHT, which is called Divine Healing Technician, which is the main healing program trained uh, and taught by John G. Lake Ministries, if you're not familiar with that. Also an author, speaker, associate pastor, children's pastor. This guy's all over the place. I'm so excited to hear him. Tim Jorgensen joining me by phone today. Tim, how are you, my brother? Doing well. Glad to be here. Well, it's awesome to have you here. And as always with our first segment, we get into testimonies. And uh, you got some good ones for us today. So what can you share with us? All right. Well, um, first of all, Million, this is awesome. And um, I thought about what, what to share that's going to really uh, really take people uh, to the next level. I mean, I encourage everyone to w- w- listen to all the podcasts. So I'm going to share three testimonies. First one, it deals with the healing of someone else. Second, it uh, deals with the healing of myself. And the third one is just a very cool uh, expression of dominion that I actually had with JGLM over in Indonesia. So first, uh, and each way, I want to focus on how God works both within a person's spirit and ministering healing and also uh, the, the dynamics of the Holy Spirit to minister healing to someone else. So, um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was out with, with my kids, and um, as always, I'm out with kids. Um, and we're at a hands-on science program at a community, community center, and, um, and so I had, had to go out and get something from the car, and, and so I was going out and climbing some stairs, and there was a very sweet um, African-American lady there, and, and she, I saw her struggling to climb the, the flight of stairs to the, um, to the ground floor. And, um, and so I looked at her, and, and so I saw she was struggling. I just, you know, the compassion of God stirred up. And so I, I just decided to ask her, I said, hey, what's going on with your body? Are you okay? And, and so she started telling her story, telling about all the arthritis pain, and I, I could smell the cigarette smoke on her, and she was struggling with, she said, uh, yeah, my throat's bleeding. I got, you know, health. And so I, I let her talk. And, um, at that point I, and she lots of problems in her back and all that. So at that point, I just gently and boldly told her that I'd like to pray for her, that she would be healed. And, um, and so, uh, when I ministered to healing, some, I, I like to let people talk to uh, a certain level. And, uh, let me tell you why some people don't like to hear all the problems. And, and so they just say, okay, you know, I heard enough, let's just pray and move on. And, um, and, and because they don't want to go to the other extreme, and the other extreme is that when they, uh, they, they, the person begins to talk themselves into unbelief, like this is my identity, you know, I've always been sick, I'll always be sick and, and just, you know, have pity on me and, and say, poor me. Um, there's a balance in between. And so what I like to do is just let them talk. Uh, to a point where something stirs up, all right? So, I mean, have you, have you uh, heard of, like, uh, the old healing evangelists like R.W. Shambach, A. Allen, and all yeah, those guys? definitely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, 
here's a little secret. Well, I, I've seen on, you know, even the old times like, uh, uh, what's it, um, Oral Roberts, Jack Coe, they did a, things that I don't think a lot of us realize, all right? And Aeon is probably the best one to describe this. And so he would have them come up and talk about a problem. And then audience, and he would say something like, oh, did you hear that? Oh, this person has cancer. I mean, he would really melt the situation. And, he, yeah, he would. And he'd just say, oh, look at this person here. has been laying in bed. You know, he hasn't been able to eat for months now. Um, you know, he's been bedridden. He can't take solid food. And, and to pray for them. So the question is, what was he doing then? You know, and was he exalting the work and power of the devil by milking the situation? Was he getting people into unbelief? Was it counterproductive? Or was he just uh, creating drama for the TV audience, which is what probably what most people think. <laughs> so, but actually, I discovered what he was doing was stirring up compassion. All right? So Jesus was moved with compassion and healed the sick. So here's a tip from, this, from the story. When you don't feel something, you know, when you see someone has a problem and you don't feel any for that, let them talk to you enough to, so compassion would activate your spirit to release the power of the Holy Spirit in healing the sick. So, so with this lady, after that compassion, I heard her heart in her voice. The compassion was stirred up. I could lock in with my spirit. And so I just gently took her hand and I commanded her body to be healed. And so just a very gentle, bold prayer, looking straight into her eyes. And at that point, um, it's pretty easy to get that, knowing that confidence that God did the work. So again, I told her to test out her body. Um, she gave me a funny look. She moved, tested it out. Pain was gone. She felt good again. I said, all right, now I want you to swallow. And so she went and she said, oh, the bleeding, I, there was, there's no blood in my throat now. And stopped. And so she's saying, thank you. God bless you and all that stuff. And at the point, just bless her and had to get back with to the car and always I would I still the wife and kids waiting for me so I'm gonna get in trouble. All right. So the second one I want to tell about is um a healing for myself. This um man I heard that you're going to I know overseas turn up soon. Uh November is when we're looking. November. All right. So my big first big overseas trip was to Nepal. And so um with our Bible school Nepal uh, you know, getting shape, planning, raising funds, practicing sermons, preparing for the culture building a strong ministry team, all that stuff. So when we arrived in Kathmandu, um, we got oriented, set out for a few hour bus ride to the, uh, on the edge of cliffs for our first destination. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty wild trip. And then, um, my stomach did not to do well on that trip. And after that first location, we stopped at this guest house and we were served the typical Nepal rice and dal and went to sleep. Well, in the middle of the night, I woke up with my heart thumping and uh, a sense that something was very wrong. <laughs> and, um, and I made it just, I made it to the bathroom just in time to uh, destroy it. So, um, yeah. And there was no running water or anything by the way. And so that was my night. The next morning I had to hike with my team for about six hours. And uh, I, again, I couldn't keep any food or water down. It was up or through. And the only reason I kept going was I was determined not, not to waste all the time and effort I put into preparing. And, um, and all the people who had supported me, all that. And also my team wasn't going to put up with any excuses. So it's just the way we were trained. So in the next three days, that's the way it was. Six hours hiking, collapse, 
get out, you're going to preach, okay, and destroying squatty potties everywhere I could. All right. So by the third day, I thought I was going to, I, I just felt like I was going to die. I was, you know, still pressing through and everything, but, um, yeah. And so we, we, I collapsed and again, I was told that, yeah, we're going to have a meeting that night. So at that point, something rolled up inside of me and, uh, and I got angry. And as the saying goes, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So, yep. So I knew this was a devil hanging on me and I was just furious at the way he was ruining my trip. So my confessions of faith were keeping me going but at this point, I just want to burn this thing out of me. So I got up and I told that thing, all right, you want to hang on? All right, I'm going to bring you to the fire. See how fast. So I just began to pray in the spirit and just let the spirit pray out of me strong and free as he wanted to. And we were in this upper room and in, in this mud hut type of thing. And so I didn't care who was around, who was watching. My team, yeah, they didn't really mind. They knew what was happening. But um, our contacts, <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. They just kind of just uh, backed away. And, and so they had no clue what this strange work I was doing. So um, I lost time of track, I lost track of time, surroundings. And, um, and the praying of the Spirit just kind of broke out into the groanings of God, kind of an intercession. And after about another uh, 15 minutes, the power of God hit my body. All tiredness left, and I was ready to hike another six hours. So that sickness was broken, and I was completely healed. So it's like that proverb, you know, the spirit of, of a man will sustain in sickness, but a broken spirit can bear. So um, there's been a few times where I've had to deal with a persistent sickness attack in that way. And so, and one thing was our God is in fire, and contrary to popular belief, devils hate fire. All right, so we're gonna, uh, we'll talk about some principles for that in, in a uh, moment here. Um, so the third testimony is a display of dominion. So a few years ago, my wife and I went with Brother Curry and his son John to minister in Indonesia and Malaysia for a month. So like I said, it was, it, it was an amazing time of healings, miracles, um, people getting out of wheelchairs, blind eyes opening. Um, uh, and so everyone here, if you guys want to go look up the highlights from that, there's a, a video on YouTube called uh, JJLM uh, for the Curry in Indonesia. So it's about, it's about half an hour full of highlights. So one day, um, in between means, our pastor friend took us to a mall. Um, so we had a need of uh, Coca-Cola, you see. So if you know anything about Brother Curry, um, uh, Coca-Cola is... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I offered him a Pepsi once and uh, that didn't go so well. No, no. And yeah, if you want a worse reaction, you offer vegetables. So, um, Hey, wait, well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I got to stop everybody right there for one second. (laughs) He was here in Vegas. I saw him chowing down on chips and salsa and salsa being a stew, a cold vegetable soup. (laughs) So when he says he's never eaten a vegetable, he's busted. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He also, he also says French fries as a vegetable also. So, so he says that counts as well. He's busted. So anyway, (laughs) guys. Funny. All right. So, yeah, so we were in between. We were, and John was in a meeting with some people in, in the Starbucks there. And so Brother Curry slipped away into a grocery store to get some uh, supplies. So uh, while we're in the store, we, we heard a crash outside the mall. And, and we heard screaming. And there was people running past us. And we saw people, you know, they were bleeding from cuts. And this was kind of shocked. And you know, you normally know, see that in the mall. So we ran out of the mall, um, me and Brother Curry, to see what was happening. Now. Um, I lived in Indonesia for about five years, and I'd never seen this before. So I looked outside the window 
the 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 side of this mall had had windows that went up about um, about two three stories, and so you got a full view of this. There's a sudden hurricane or gale force winds that had sprung up and smashed in the front glass doors of the mall. So we were like in the midst of this sudden freak storm. And, uh, and so Brother Curry doesn't really think twice. He just knows that his son, John, is still in the Starbucks right in the front of the mall. So he just, he just walks right up there. And um, so I'm kind of the host. So this kind of thing isn't supposed to happen to interrupt our trip. So here's the point I want to get to here. The, this indignant anger rose up inside of me. And so while everyone's running away, I walk with Brother Curry there. And so Brother Curry's walking on ahead. And I stop. And I say, I, I look like a crazy person to the security guy. kind of hiding there. And I said, he said, you shut up. Shut up and leave now. I said, now. And I just was just shouting at the storm from the bottom, just with this anger. And so, uh, and, and so then at that point, I tried to find out where Brother Curry went. And in 10 seconds... That wind completely stopped, and the sun was out once more, and we could only go see what the damage was. So um, if you had a chance, you should hear John's side of the story. It's, it's pretty funny. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, some, some stories I just want to share, and, and we'll get some dynamics be, behind that. I think that will be helpful to your audience. Excellent. All right, listeners, we are a little long in our segment, and uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to hear more about background and experience, and it's uh, always good to hear where people come from, and you find that every guest you listen to, everybody's different, everybody's got a little different story, and uh, all seems to point to the same goodness, and I uh, love when that happens. So, back right after this on the Heal the Sick podcast, keep it locked. Hey guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com and while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit dominionfire.com for full details and if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, segment two of the Heal the Sick podcast. Always a pleasure to have you here, and I'm uh, very thankful that you're joining us. Make sure you visit the website at www.dominionfire.com. As you'll find, we're breaking out all kind of new media elements for 2016. We got the podcast back up and running after a little hiatus. We got the YouTube video vlogs out there, the DeFire vlog. Got some new audio that's also coming out, which I've been posting on our Facebook and social media. So make sure you're connected up on all those things. And make sure as well that you join our email newsletter uh, which is free. You become a subscriber to that list and you will get early access to the podcast and media things before the general releases of them. So you get a little VIP access and uh, all free and uh, gets our little community built up together. So please jump in on that when you have a chance. Again, joining me today, uh, Tim Jorgensen from Madison, Wisconsin. We're talking a little about his uh, healing experiences and testimonies and uh, a fellow compadre through the JGLM DHT setup that they have over there. So it's uh 
I know exactly where he's coming from with a lot of this stuff and I'd love to hear it. In this segment, we get into background and experience, of which you're going to hear some more about this. So, Tim, if you would please share your background and experience and tell us about you, please. So, I grew up in uh, an evangelical church background. So, and where you, you grew up in an evangelical church background, it's it's very much a, they have the same saying, they major on the major and minor on the minors. Like the majors being salvation, the minors being stuff that has to do with the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So, um, so it's, it's kind of sad to marginalize one third of the Trinity. So, um, so I did, uh, read the Bible and, um, and they did teach me about that and, and they put, put some solid foundations inside me. And as I did that, uh, when I got to be about 18, I discovered, uh, something in the Bible called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And at that point, I decided that if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do it all the way. I'm not going to go halfway. I'm not going to be religious, have the white picket fence type of thing. I, I want all the fun stuff that the Bible talks about. So uh, God heard me, and he brought um, uh, uh, Southern Wisconsin Charismatic Camp Meeting with Charles and Francis Hunter. And so I got filled with the Holy Spirit inside uh, a Madison High School gym, um, and which is pretty interesting. Um, there was wasn't a church that would host it, so they held it in a high, uh, public high school gym, and which was awesome. And like uh, it was wild, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I still stayed in, in Madison for a few years. And but at that point, I'm like, if I don't go somewhere to get trained to to grow with what I have, I felt like I was going to die. I, I, I just literally felt like that on the inside. And so at that point, I went, I moved out to California, and I went to a Bible college called Spirit Life Bible College, founded by Robert Flaherty. And that was a whole nother world, because it was like a boot camp. And we, you know, you, you have a 50% dropout within the first three months. It's just, it's very intense. And at that point, um, after we graduated with, with, you know, with like less than a third of what we started with, um, God told, uh, Pastor Roberts to send everyone out to the nations. And at that point I went out to uh, a few different nations and I found out that what I was trained in most had never heard and that it worked anywhere and everywhere. And, um, and when I was in Indonesia, I got married to uh, an amazing woman of God, and at that point, we came full circle back to the States in Wisconsin in uh, 2006. And that's when I first found out uh, that John Jalek's legacy is still carried on by Brother Curry Blake. And um, and since I had been schooled in God's Generals as part of Robert Flaherty's Bible College, um, I knew the lineage and methodology of, of Dr. Lake, and, and Brother Curry was legit. And so um, once... I connected with Brother Curry at DHT in Arkansas back in 2006. Um, he actually came to Wisconsin two more times in 2007, which is pretty insane because I don't think he's been back but once since then. And so we connected, and Brother Curry knew my background with Officer and SLBC. He right away connected with and accepted me. And um, just we've been blessed to uh, know and connect with him. So... The first DHT I went to, I was pretty confused um, because I was expecting techniques. See, um, I've been to Charles and Francis Hunter, and I, I know that they teach techniques. 
And I thought this would be more of a Charles and Francis Hunter style of ministry. And nothing so wrong with techniques, but I was expecting Dr. You know, Lakes would, would he'd get, he'd dig into the secrets, the secret techniques that Dr. Lake used. And, and it wasn't like that. Brother Curry, he didn't really deal with techniques at all. And I was frustrated. I, he, but what he taught was the who a person was, the dominion of who a person was in Christ, the authority of God's word, redemption in Christ that overwhelms any sickness, death, devil. And once that structure in place, the techniques, they came naturally. And, um, and so I found that people try to put the cart before the horse when it comes to healing, focusing on doing a, a technique correctly instead of positioning their core around the dominion of the redemption of Christ in and, and through them. That's kind of my story right there. <laughs> So once that you got a hold of that and once you started seeing cuz you know obviously I'm trained under Curry as well and I know that he he basically like you said he teaches you principles as opposed to just do this which is you know not formulas and I fully understand what you're saying with that and I know that in our ministry that you know I've evolved with how I minister healing I don't say the same things I don't approach it the same way I try to switch it up every time you know it it gives you a little bit of that freedom to kind of almost experiment and I know you told me you're something of like a spiritual scientist. You like to kind of mess around and see what's what. So as you got a hold of that and over the years since you got a hold of that, how has it changed? And for the listeners that are stepping out on this, it, let's give them permission. Is it okay to evolve and learn and try things and experiment? Is it okay? Yes. And that's something I want to get to when I start talking about the teaching is it's not focused so much on the external, but the internal dynamics is understand what God is doing, Christ in you, the hope of glory, and understand how Christ is expressing through you. If you read the Bible and just highlight all the places where Jesus healed, it was very, it was very simple, and it, it wasn't, it was, some of it was weird, but it, it all worked. And, and I think he did some weird things on purpose just to show that don't get locked into a, a safe technique. Focus on uh, just expressing um, my dominion over sickness, disease, death, devils. Focus on who, and that's what people walked away from. Said so this man spoke like no other man. And actually, I'm probably gonna get into that. And and it's how he expressed himself. That people don't think it's weird. It showed that he was a king who had authority, and that's what he got executed for. Yeah, and I find too, and maybe you'll you'll kind of agree on this in some capacity that. We are trained with authority and dominion as far as healing proper goes. But I find that when it comes to other things, that applying that same concept of the healing and authority, it, it bears similar results in that arena. You know, like if for, I, I'll just use finances, for instance, like when we pray for we sow and reap and we pray for that to return, I take authority over that and I command it to multiply. And it does, for instance, so that that it really becomes more about identity and you know, using that that newfound, I guess, authority, if you will, in all areas, not just healing. I mean, do you do you right? Find that it's as the well? core dynamics, and and that's what I think. Uh, it's coming from an evangelical background. I think a lot of people have trouble transitioning that little little segment that they live in. Um, that you know, the faith they use for salvation, they can use that in a lot of other areas if they would just give themselves permission to. Um, that that changed the whole whole world for me. Is when I started applying that 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 faith in in for salvation, and I could use that for 
receiving the Holy Spirit. I could receive that for healing. I, and, and just once you start growing in it, it starts steamrolling. And you start, wow, a whole world is opening up to me. And, and that's kind of what I, what I deal with um, in my book, uh, Spirit Life Training, is learning how to work out your salvation, work out those dynamics, the working of the Holy Spirit within your spirit to these other areas of your life. It's all in you, in seed form. You just have to develop it and release it into these other areas. Since we're on that subject, and something I see a lot, and maybe you can speak to this as well, is you know that that authority and that dominion that that Jesus gave us is in us already. So, and He wants us to use it. And I see a lot of people that it's they if they step out and they start using it, it's almost as if they're being offensive to Him, like they're not allowed to do it, even though they're told to do it. You know, they feel like they're stepping out of their bounds or they're doing something. Um, disrespectful to the Lord by operating in authority as he did, even though he told you to do it. And do you find that to be the case? And for our listeners that maybe are feeling a little hesitant about that, could you speak to that for a yeah, minute or two? In fact, I'm going to be a little bit harsh there, but that's truly what I believe as an anti-Christ spirit. Because anti-Christ just means, and it's not just a person, you know, in the world fighting God. We all have a devil. But it's the anti-Christ in you. And that's the thing that, that most people uh, need to see, that you have to be so in union with Christ and understand exactly what God has done in Christ in redemption and in working, uh, that you are so unified with Christ. When you move, God moves as a body of Christ. And that's why I love the, re- the writing of Dr. Lake, because he emphasized that so strongly. And, and why I really am uh, attracted to Brother Curry, what he says, because he emphasizes that so strongly to help people see that they are unified with Christ, and they have the ability. When you, when you act like him, when you talk like him, you're not, dishon- you're not dishonoring, you're honoring him in a more full measure. You're expressing him through you, and that's what God wants. His kingdom come on earth, on your earth, expressed through your earth. Yeah, so listeners, it is okay. If, believe me, if God did not want you to use it, you would not be able to use it. So let's just get that flat out into the open. So you have this ability to do these things, the uh, the exousia and the dunamis, you have all this stuff, and it's okay. And you hear week after week as uh, guests come on and tell their story and their testimony, you see it in action. So I encourage you, step out, go do it. You'll be surprised what happens. Now, we're going to get into this topic a little more in the next segment when we do our teaching portion, which is... Uh, it's going to be a good one. I can just sense it already. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We're going to be right back after this. Don't nobody go nowhere. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast and also for our video vlog series entitled The DeFire Vlog. After visiting dominionfire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free, and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first, and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, back on the third segment of the Heal the Sick podcast, Tim Jorgensen joining us from Madison, Wisconsin, thus far, talking about some really cool testimonies that he's witnessed out in the, in Indonesia. That's 
crazy stuff out there. So obviously that's good stuff right there. Um, And not only that, we're talking about stuff like how God works within a person and just sort of the, the spiritual elements involved in all this. And in this next segment, we do our lesson portion where we're going to be discussing something on the line of like the core dynamics and some of the fundamental things of the kingdom and identity and how to operate in that. So, uh, Tim, this is uh, something that's kind of near and dear to your heart. So what can you share with us about that topic? Yeah. So uh, this actually is also going to lead into um, part of what you're, you're doing, your ministry here. And, and I'll explain that in just a second. So first of all, I want to tell everyone, make sure you attend the DHT. Um, do whatever it takes. Listen to it online. Yes. but. Go ahead and get hands-on, get get physically present, um, and and get around a DHT. It's so important. You got to get the new man understanding solid inside uh, inside you. And and Brother Kurt does a great job in in teaching this. So what I'm going to give is a dynamic of expressing this nature of this new man uh, who a believer, right? So actually. Uh, 11 through 17, it says, uh, Now God worked in new, unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. So even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and his disease left them, and evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the uh, inherent uh, Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. And so there are also seven sons of Sceva, uh, Jewish chief priests, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? And the men who had the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowered them, prevailed against them. So they fled out of that, the house uh, naked and wounded. And this became known to both all the Jews and the Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fallen them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was magnified. So in the story here, they had a technique, but, and they had the form but they didn't have the core. They didn't have the power behind it. So there is a core that produces a voice that expresses dominion. So the demons did not obey the words. They did not actually obey the name of Jesus in the story. They only obey the voice that expresses a reality that comes from a person's spirit. Now this is something I want everyone to get deep inside. Words carry information, but a voice carries a spirit. In First Peter four eleven. Wow. Yeah, that's super important. I want to repeat that a few times. All right, say that. Say that one more time. That was too good. One more time for Words me. Words carry information, but a voice carries a spirit. All right. So that's why here faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, because you need a spiritual connection to be able to create the the spirituality that's within faith. So. It says in First Peter four eleven says if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies. And all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. All right. So many times we know the knowledge of what God says from the Bible. Okay, we know what He says, but we often don't know is how God says it. All right. We got to speak as He speaks and then minister as he would minister. Again, words carry information, but it's a voice that carries a spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and life. Not the words that I'm teaching or just, you know, written down. The words I speak are spirit and life. So, then actually, what, this one I'm going to say to you here. Your words, your voice that's going out 
it's carrying a spirit. The, your guest you have on your show, it's carrying a spirit. And the more spirit content it's released through their voice, the more spirit content has been released inside people's spirits that are hearing it, which is very important. So in the first story I told, it was the dynamic of compassion within that activated the power of God and brought healing. So compassion from the revelation of the truth within within of God's willingness to make a person well. That was the inner dynamic. And that connected with a present struggling condition. That's, that, that's where the connection happened. And that connection released my voice, which expressed the compassion that carried the spirit that, that brought the healing through my voice and touch. All right? It's really important that, that, that inner dynamic, to be conscious of that inner dynamic of compassion to be stored up within. Otherwise, listen, it's a form, but no power. All right? In the second and third story, because um, there's some element there, it was a dynamic of frustration and fervent intolerance of what the devil is doing that reached a boiling point which rose in dominion to throw off the devil's works, all right? Sometimes your spirit needs that emotion, listen, which expresses the core of God's heart against the work of the devil, all right? Again, it's that inner dynamic that people sometimes think, oh, you, can't, you shouldn't be so emotional. Well, sometimes it's the emotion that is that catalyst that's going to stir up the spirit of God and release him to do what he wants to do, all right? And, yeah, otherwise, the Spirit of God, listen, will be limited in His expression through you. All right? But another aspect of the third story I, I told was the fact that the enemy loves to use extreme situations of fear to suddenly shake and strip a person to the core. All right? It could be, as you mentioned earlier, an extreme sickness or financial situation or a family event or some kind of bad news that walks straight up and slaps you across the face to make you cry out in fear. That's number one, and that's his first goal. Or number two is to react in the flesh and get you stuck in shame and condemnation. All right? To ruin those inner dynamics. If you can ruin those inner dynamics, yeah, you can say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name all you want, but you're like the sons of Sceva. All right? So it's, that's when you've got to have the buoyancy in your spirit like a beach ball. That's being pushed down in the pool. You guys, you ever experienced that before? <laughs> that thing is coming up. The harder you push down, the faster it's put, it's coming up. Where, you know, look at that scripture in Micah. Rejoice not over my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sin darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. You got to let the situation reach your spirit and then act. I think you guys know this from the inside out and then release your spirit to bring God's change to that situation. All right, and when you do that, you know, you know that you know when you release your spirit concerning a situation. You know it's not just words carrying information, but a voice that carries a spirit. There's a confidence, there's a faith that just continues to work, continues to put pressure on that situation by the Spirit of God to work God's will into coming to pass. And so in, in terms of healing, sometimes you're, you move by what you see. But that, that can't be what, what moves you. You've got to be moved like, I know I released my spirit in this situation. My spirit is putting pressure. If cancer can work on a body 24 hours a day, the spirit of God's release can work even more and even deeper. 
That's some heavy stuff right there. <laughs> you, you know, a couple of things came to mind, just a couple of takeaways I'll share because we're uh, coming up on our the end of our segment here. Um, the, the Sons of Skiva, what I find interesting about them is they were able to smoke the thing out of its hole, but once they got it in front of them, they couldn't deal with it. So what they, you know, that, that knowledge plus wisdom will take you so far, but knowledge plus wisdom without the spirit to back it up and you're basically obeying a different, uh, a different God or so. I don't know how you'd want to word that, but you're not, the complete package isn't there. And uh, I, I just also find it interesting you were saying about how, you know, when the enemy attacks and people don't realize this, they say, oh, I'm under attack. They think it's just one dimensional, but, you know, the enemy like hits in layers and from all different directions. Like you're saying how he gets to the core and then, you know, there's the one attack. And then after that, then he tries to work in the shame and the condemnation. That's the second, you know, the enemy's attacks comes in waves. It's like wave after wave. And you're so busy fighting the first wave that while you're looking to the left, he hits you to the right. You know, it's that little misdirection technique he uses. It's one of his playbook things. So, so I just wanted to point that out to the audience because it kind of all ties into that. And then historically, I think it's neat that, you know, the old time Jews like the sons of Sceva, they they were okay with uh, deliverance. They sort of knew something about it and had limited access to it. You know, kind of interesting, just historically speaking. So, but excellent, excellent, excellent stuff. Thank you so much. Now, if people would like to maybe ask you a few more questions or follow up on this or get to know you, connect up with you, where can they find you? What contact information can you share? Well, um, it, it's just, there's a website osrelettrain dot com that has a lot of my stuff that I teach and share and stuff like that um, through there. And there's also contact information on there. Um, there's a Facebook group called um, uh, Spirit Life Training Book. Um, that's that's kind of focused on that. Um, there's a mailing list as well. They want That's also through the white, through the um, to the Facebook. So we got some exciting things coming up, some training courses. Um, yeah. Anyone wants to connect up, I'd, I'd love to help, help them out. Share, I, I'm on the journey with you, so we're, we're learning together, and it's, it's exciting. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, and uh, if listeners as well, if by chance you cannot find him or track him down, please send us an email at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com or any of our other outlets, and I'll be happy to put you in contact. So uh, training programs are always a good thing, and uh, you, you've heard this message today. You've heard this little lesson now you know what you're dealing with. Go get go get involved. If you're if you're on the sidelines and not sure if you want to do this, I'm going to tell you now. Go do it. You won't be sorry. Uh, Tim, it's been a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much. And this is the time where we get into our prayer segment and let's have a little time of prayer with our audience. I'd like to ask you to please pray for our audience because a lot of our listeners are trying to get healing for themselves. And if by chance you come across any promptings of any kind or anything gets highlighted or discernment, word of knowledge, prophetic word, anything like that, please let it rip. So would you please pray for our audience and take us to an amen. Awesome. All right, everyone within the sound of my voice, what I want you to do is I want you to put your hand wherever there's pain, wherever it's hurting, so torment your mind. Just put your hand on that spot because that is where God's going to touch you. Father, right now, I thank you for your healing working. I thank you by your spirit. There's no time. There's no distance. And right now, you're reaching out to them right where they're at. And sickness is, power is broken. Cancer is broken. Depression is broken. And they are set free in the name of Jesus. 
They are delivered. They are saved. They are restored. I thank you, Father, that every part of their body works normally. A full range of motion in those elbows. They have full range of motion in their ankles right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, that they're able to, I see there's people that want to they want to play sports again. So, Father, I thank you right now that there's people that are listening. They want to play sports. Go ahead and you get out there and you start moving in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for making them well and stirring them up so they can rise up and take dominion right now. I think about spirit activation within them. They are able to do everything you created them to do with no limitations put on by the devil right now in Jesus' name. Oh, that's it out. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. So we got a little hot fire up in here today, my friends. Listeners, please check us out anytime at dominionfire.com where you'll find all of our social media outlets. And specifically, I'd like to ask you to please subscribe to our Heal the Sick podcast as uh, on iTunes as well as Stitcher. And if you would please be so kind as to leave a uh, a, a five-star positive review for us as the more we get those, the higher it gets up and the more God's message gets out to people. So the the more recognition and all that kind of stuff we get, the better it does. And uh, as our guests told you today, this is all carrying a spirit that the world just needs right now. So please help. Let's get this out there. And also visit our website to find the not only the podcast, but the YouTube vlog and the new audio uh, elements that we're breaking out. we got some audio books up there available for purchase if you are into that as well. A lot of different cool media stuff here at Dominion Fire. And I just thank you for hanging with us, spending some time with us and checking it all out. Um, I think that's about it, and uh, i got to go recover from this episode. So thanks for joining us this week. And as we always say here at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.